welcome, 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 welcome to the South Road Boys. It's a lot of welcome. It's a lot of welcomes, a lot of welcomes. What's going on, man? Well, I'm firstly going to put out a bit of a uh, a goodwill uh, notice to our listeners. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. Saying that sometimes we forget about how good the little things are. The little oh. things. <laughs> the little things, the little things that make you Such as a moment ago, like mm. we've been playing golf this afternoon, had nine holes of whack fuck. Mm. Um, and we're sitting back here and I said to Joe, before we start, I want to take my shoes off. And you've gone, I'm going to take my shoes off too. And now we're now sitting here, shoes off. And it's like the world's just a better place. It just is. And you know what? Didn't cost anything. No, just, you know what, road is? You just forget about Kick the little things. Take your shoes off now. Take your shoes off. Just right now, if you're able to, just fucking kick your shoes off. Exactly. You know, if you're at work and you're just goofing off because you just can't be fucked and you thought, you know what, I'm going to listen to the podcast through my earbuds. Yeah. Everyone's going to think I'm working. No I'm, I'm, shit. I'm looking back on a seminar from a couple of weeks ago. I've got to yeah. you know, check out. You know, they don't know I'm on the podcast. That's the video that's playing. Yeah. The audio, audio is, is South Road Boys. Yeah, you know, just you know, kneel down a little bit or put your arm down and just take your shoes off. Slip them off. Yeah, take them off. You're welcome. Oh, and I <laughs> so guarantee good. there are people oh. now that are going, why didn't I think to take my shoes off? And do this. For, for three seconds, I need you to scrunch your toes up really, really tight into a little toe fist. One, two, three, and release. Oh, how nice does that oh, feel? We are there for the people. <laughs> we are. The toe scrunching. Maybe mm. we could start up a sideline South Road Boys podcast. Okay. It could be called South Road Boys. Wellness Lifestyle Centre. Changes. Oh, not Wellness Centre. Oh, what do you call that? Yeah. Um, just the well-being boys. The well-being boys. <laughs> In which we help people by giving them little tips. You know what? Don't cost anything. Just a tip. Don't, don't cost money. No. Just to make your life better. Because you know what? We're here for you. Because money can't buy me love. It really can't. You can rent it for a while, but yeah, you cannot look, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you want Love? I can guarantee. Um, Absolutely 100%. 100%. Guarantee. Yep. That if Muskie wasn't a rich man, he wouldn't have the women that he's had in his life. He, he is an oddball, but I'll tell you what, I've, uh, look, all I can judge is what I've read in mainstream media. So put that in a fucking context. But I reckon, even though he's a bazillionaire, he still manages to find a little bit of rule number one floating around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter though, doesn't it? No, because if you if you get a bit of rule number one, <laughs> for those who don't know, rule number one is a bit of crazy. Um, and now, rule number one is specifically well, don't put your dick in crazy, dick in gra- or in his case, uh, is mustick. Yeah, his mustick. Yeah. Yeah, don't put your mustick, <laughs> mustick in crazy. Mustick in crazy. Um, but he can pay crazy to go away. Yeah, I mean, he can pay crazy to go away for good. <laughs> true. Like, it's okay. Well, any, yeah. Okay. Crazy. But crazy can be fun, Joe. Crazy can be fun. Crazy can be fun. That's why you go there. That's why you go there. Doesn't make it good, though. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> You're funny. Do you reckon the women say that? Do you reckon they say, hey, Elon, show us your mustache. Show us your mustache. Get your mustache out. Get it out. Uh, now, you did mention... <laughs> um, Mr. Barnes, we did play golf. Yeah, we did. Hmm. I am glad. How? I mean, okay. And we're talking about rich people doing crazy shit. Okay, righto. Okay. Something I'm not familiar with. Are you? Of course you are. Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. Falling down. 
Mm-hmm. Right? One of the most well-known actors of our time. Yeah. Do you remember who, which Welsh woman he's married to? Oh yeah, he's um. She was in the bloody um. What's the name? And she did the um. She got brunette, long brunette hair. Um, Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. Thank yeah, you. Yes. <laughs> no relation. That movie with that thing about that person. Correct. No yeah. relation to the other Welshman, Tom Jones. Right. Okay. Um, so I never thought about that actually. <laughs> the two Welsh people, like a name is Catherine Zeta Jones and no, Tom I just, Jones. I never considered that they were related. Actually related. I mean, Jones is a pretty popular name in Wales. Well, I don't know. I've never been there. Me neither. Uh, but guess what? Okay, so. You're going to uh, tell me she's crazy. Well, no, I don't think she's crazy. I think she's great. Now, Michael Douglas is 78 years old. Mm-hmm. It's always good if you can find a hobby that both you and your partner enjoy doing. You know, when you're wealthy and you don't have to work. <laughs> they mm-hmm. both play golf. Now, it's not often a husband really? and wife team play golf together. I didn't know they play golf. No. Okay. But here is a thing that Michael Douglas said. Uh, Michael Douglas, uh, right, uh, they've been married for 22 years. Which is, I've got to admit, in Hollywood, pretty impressive. Pretty fucking good. Mm. And when they do, Catherine Zeta-Jones, I'm not sure, I'm not sure the 78-year-old Michael Douglas is going to make the tour. Right. right. Okay. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a. Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a single digit handicap player. Right. Because just loves a game. Just enjoy like me. Yep. Like loves a game, and quite frankly, is not going to worry the tour at any point in time. Mm-hmm. But thoroughly enjoys it. Guess what? Catherine Zeta Jones requires of Michael <laughs> if he does not do. Uh, you hit it past the ladies' tee. Oh, right. Now, so, <laughs> for those people playing, for those people playing at home, um, if you've never played golf, this would be unusual. Um, mm-hmm. They make the distance that men need to hit on a hole slightly longer than women. That's not being sexist. It's just simply saying that, by and large, men are more physically yes, stronger. Physical ability. Yep. Um, and are able to hit the ball a little bit further than most women on average. Please don't fucking go after the game of golf. It's not as it's, – it's, anyway, that's just the way it is. And so the mm. ladies' tees are generally anywhere between 5 and 10 metres closer. Sometimes 20, 30 metres, I mean. Yeah, true. Depends on the hole. Depends mm. on the hole. Yep. Um, and so generally there's a penalty that men give other men if you hit the ball and it doesn't go that – 5, 10, 15, 20 metres to go past the ladies' mm-hmm. tees. Guess what Catherine Zeta-Jones makes Michael do if he does not get it past other ladies' tee? I feel like it would be something silly like, you know, let him get pants or something strange like that. But Whip it out. Oh, whip it out. <laughs> Correct. Get out the little mini Doug. Yes. Uh, the actor called her so <laughs> a better player than a partner in January 2016 before revealing we have a bet. But if he ducks a shot, that's right, ducks, he has to drop down his pants and flash. Have you seen that video where it's got the um the guys hitting off the ladies' tee? And then you got a guy in a microphone in a box saying, Sir, can you please go to the men's tee? <laughs> and it's like looks at him just annoyed and the guy in the, with the mic's like, Oh fuck's sake. Excuse me, sir. Can you please move your ball to the men's tee and tee up on the men's tee? He's looking back at him saying, Just shut the fuck up, I'm trying to play my shot. It's like, sir, can you, say, 
How about you shut up, he goes, and let me play my second shot. (laughs) (laughs) And it's fucking brilliant. Like, it just pops up every now and then. It's just one of those Facebook reels or, you know, whatever. Yeah, let me play my second second shot. Yes. Um, Apparently, though, Mm. Catherine Zeta-Jones has a deal uh, with this, with any man she plays with. So if you're going to go and play a game of golf with Catherine Zeta-Jones, which, I mean, fucking a well-known actress – why wouldn't you? Like, well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> what you've got is all these guys topping their balls off the tee <laughs> all the time. Just so they can get it, so they can get it, it out. out for Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> Sorry, Catherine, I've got to get it out again. <laughs> and she'd be like, wasn't impressive the first time and it's not getting any better. Um, Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. Does it actually say what her handicap is? Uh, hang on a second. Let's so do a, a little Google and see whether the- we know what – Catherine Zeddy Jones plays off. Sounds like she must be able to play okay. Uh, let me. I it's not saying in this article, but I will surely, Google. Surely a goggle would do it. I reckon it is. I, um, I did enjoy my game of golf with you today, though. It was fun. I mean, you did blow a shoe. Oh, um, how funny is that? The third hole. Of all the holes, <laughs> it's the, the hole furthest away from the car. Yes. So there's a six holes to go as well. And you've blown a soul. So the soul's come three quarters of the way off. <laughs> so you're trying to walk. So we're still attached from the toe. Yes. Um, probably a few inches from the toe, and then the rest has <laughs> just come completely unstuck. So you're there clip-clopping along, trying to walk so it doesn't come off. And then it just come off completely. She's only playing off 24 handicap. Oh, there you go. So she's not going to make the tour either. But, no. you know, obviously she's a bit better than... Um yeah, Mike. Ben Mike. Anyway, you, yeah, you were so clip clopping around and then lost it, it all together. Like, yeah, it sounded like I was wearing one thong. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Whap. Yeah. And then, Whap. You, and then instead you decided to play. Then once it came off completely, uh, with one golf shell, one slipper. Yeah, it really was. It was bizarre. You still played a few nice shots, though. So it didn't I really did. hold your game up. No, I think it counteracted me going because I didn't go right much further for the rest of the day. <laughs> it I just was, leveled I, you out. Yeah, it just leveled me out a little bit. Maybe drop the front foot a little bit. Maybe that's what I need to do. Bend in the knee a little front foot and so, get it um, done. But I may do... need to get some new golf shoes, Joseph. I think I am in the market for a set of new golf <laughs> shoes. Uh, now, both of us this weekend, Mr. Barnes, have been camping. Both of us? Well, I was glamping. It's not the same, though, is it? I tell you what, it was pretty bloody good. Yeah, it's not the same, though, is it? <laughs> no. So big shout-out to my niece, Brianna, and her now-husband, um, Alex, we went to the central coast of New South Wales and where it was lovely, lovely and warm, 30 mm, degrees. Nice. Uh, managed to get it past my wife. She was not happy, by the way, with this. So my going to the wedding rig was dress shoes, dress pants, shirt, and a vest, a waistcoat. Right. And I'm like, fuck. Going to be hot? Woman, and a black tie, like a black sort of skinny mm-hmm. tie. I'm like... It's going to be warm. Fuck this shit. And she's like, what else are you going to wear? And I went, I'm wearing my black Vans shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like dress shoes. Yep. I'm wearing tan shorts, no waistcoat, mm-hmm. just the shirt, no tie. Well, you've changed it up. And she's gone, only if you get our gay nephew to approve it. <laughs> Apparently, okay. queer eye for the straight guy. She believed that he understood fashion better than either her or I. Is this just because he was gay? Yeah, correct. Yeah, <laughs> well. she's, she's profiled the fuck out of him. He's not in fashion at all. 
I mean, look, he's a good-looking rooster, and he does get out in some nothing he wears I could or should wear. Yeah, right. Because he's quite youthful in his appearance as yep. well. You wouldn't pull it off? Oh, no. no wouldn't no, be no, you? No, no definitely no. not. <laughs> so I'm like, mind you, fucking, I'll get back to something in a second. I have an issue. Um, <laughs> and he's gone, yeah. I said, you just need to say yes to what I want to wear. <laughs> <laughs> if you love me, yeah. that's what you'll yeah, do. Say yes and or your goes, wife will end. He goes, yeah, but waistcoat and the shorts don't match. I'm just fucking used <laughs> he goes, but the shirt and the shorts are okay. I'm like, done. So I just wore the shirt and the shorts. Nice. That would have been a lot better. So good. 30 degree, heavily muggy day. Yep. We rock up to the wedding. Now, my wife holds her brother-in-law, Brad, in a reasonable esteem of being quite hip to the groove, as the kids would say, mm-hmm. back in the 50s, of the way he dresses. So anything that he wears, she'd kind of go, well, you know, he's got his finger on the pulse. He knows what what's what. Had the same fucking shorts. <laughs> <laughs> really? The only difference was the pattern on our shirt. Um, but, yeah, we pretty much wore the same rig. Well done. And I was very, very happy. And I looked pretty damn good in photos. Well played, Mr. Mather. Now, I love my nieces and nephews, of which I have Many. My wife are, comes from a family of fucking breeders. And so I rock up. Now, I love them dearly. I've known them all since they were babes in arms. And they love me, is what they tell me. Yep. So I give them a hug and I'll give them a kiss and that'll be fine. Not on the lips. I'm not like Tom Brady, but, you know, a kiss on the top of their head. <laughs> yep. Um, And I deem my affection to be appropriate. Right. Now, they all have partners as well. Yep. All of those partners appreciate that I'm me and they'll give me a hug as well if mm-hmm. I ask for one, but I don't generally take it. We have a nephew. His girlfriend was wearing jeans that had rips right, on the front, exposing part of her thigh and her knees. Oh, not the knees. Showing the knees. Oh, no. So I've walked up <laughs> and just on her knees going on her knees and my wife went don't be lecherous I'm like fucking what now <laughs> yeah okay so I had to go through to all my nieces and nephews and go I get that I'm a little bit different like I'm happy with that I'm I can live with that I can understand that you might get there and go uncle joe is a bit weird yep but do you think I'm lecherous <laughs> like am I Am I someone you're going to need to talk about in therapy at some yeah, point you, in time? Yeah, you're that guy. Do you see me like a Weinstein <laughs> figure in your life? I see. And you don't – I obviously am aware that me asking you is probably not going to get the truth. But you need to tell someone <laughs> if you see me that way because I need to change and I'm not going to unless or someone tells me to mm-hmm. who's not my wife because I think she's full of shit. <laughs> And? No one said anything. Right. They said, no, it's fine, except for one. One niece went, you know what, for me it's fine, but for someone else who might have issues, it might be a bit much. I'm like, fuck off, give me a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, give me a cuddle. Yeah, fuck off, give me a cuddle. And she nice. did, because she loves me. Oh, there you go. Um, well, she says she does. Anyway, so I love them all. And I'm not, okay, so the, one more thing as well, just to make this 
abundantly clear. They're all adults. Mm-hmm. Like they range. Oh, I'm a bit. <laughs> I'm a bit more uh, reserved, affectionately, for the ones who are underage, because kids very rarely get to say what happens to their body. Mm. Yep. And I never want to be the family member where they go, oh, you know, give Uncle Joe a kiss or a cuddle. It, because kids don't get to choose very often. So mm. from your head to your toes, you say what goes. And that's the same. But when you're older, you generally can make that decision. Yep. So if I come in for a cuddle, they can extend a hand or a high five or whatever. Or punch do, you in the face. Or punch me in the face. Yeah. Do what Oprah does. Do you know what, what her Oprah tactic do? is? Because Oprah is everyone's friend. Mm-hmm. So there's all these middle-aged white women who go, you're my black friend. And I relate to you. So when they see Oprah, they're like, oh, my God, I know everything about you. And she's like, you're fucking psychos. (laughs) (laughs) And they all want to hug her. And she's not really a hugger, apparently. So if you watch all these videos, there's a montage on the YouTubes, I believe, um, of all these women going up to hug Oprah. And she double high fives them. She high tens them, grabs both of their hands and just holds it out to the side. So they can't mm-hmm. hug her. You can see them reaching out to give her a hug and she'll put her hands out and grab them and go, yay, I love you too, fuck off. Really? Yep. That's clever, it's though. A thing. It's a very clever thing. Mm. Yeah. Because it would be the case, wouldn't it, for someone who's that well-known, oh, I mean, you would feel as though she's just your neighbour. Would there be more of a popular celebrity that seems that approachable? I mean, she ran a daytime TV show for – Ever. 25 years or something? Mm. And she gave away cars. Yeah. She would be one of the most recognisable people on the planet. Yeah. Easy. Mm. Easy. And, well, I think it was five days a week she was on. And she has to feel content somehow. Yep. So that content would have to be her own thoughts and opinions. So people really would feel quite connected to her. It's not like she's on a scripted TV show and Oprah is a character. I reckon there's a fair amount of... Oprah in Oprah, you know? Yeah. yeah in that no, persona, I and I think she makes too, is able to make too much of it up, so people really feel connected to her. And Well, the thing is, because she'd be on this so much, if she just made up bullshit, she'd trip over herself all the time. All the time. It'd be, yeah. Uh, anyway, so there you go. That's what, that's what happened. We went on a thing. But, so you went proper boy camping, right? Yep. So we went to this wedding, we rocked up, and it was a beautiful estate. Um, we got there, and they had this converted almost, I call it a barn. They had some outdoor seating area, and then inside this barn area was sit-down seating. Um, they had the fancy pants version of porta toilets. Mm-hmm. So they weren't, you know, the ones that you get at a concert where you just kind of wish that you didn't need to ever go yeah, to the were toilet. Were they like a room, that kind, that style? Or? Pretty much. Like they had proper tiling on the, on the you know, the – the walls and all that kind of stuff. You could stand in there. There was a fancy. Mi- there was a mirror. Was there someone in there with a towel and some aftershaves and that kind of thing? Mm, not quite. Right. No. Okay. That's a shame. Mm. Now the tents that we had were already set up for us, so that's a win to start off with. <laughs> they normally look. I looked in some of them. You could probably sleep comfortably six. Oh, it's sounding pretty cozy. Maybe eight if you were all jammed right in there. Sounded culty. Yeah, we only had two, mm-hmm. me and Amy. We had a double bed in there. We had enough. We had the Southwest ballroom. We had a 
you know, uh, a foyer for canapes. It was – anyway, so we – two bedside tables – was all made. It's not even room. glamping. I mean, this this is just extreme glamping. Extreme glamping. Well, there's no toilet in there. Like oh, there weren't amenities. No. Right, fair enough. It wasn't even power. There a kitchen? No, there was no power. Oh. They had solar fairy lights on the outside. So it wasn't even was a it. movie room. No, <laughs> wow, no home okay. theater. I mean, the bowling alley was closed for renovations. Nice. <laughs> um, no, but and so it reminded me. I don't know why the Mongolian style tents. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, circle with a big um, stripper pole in the middle. Yes. All that kind of stuff. So that's what it was. Did you Um, have a couple of camels out to the side? No. Fuck. See, that would have made it. I thought the Mongolians were more horses. I know, but now I've just gone like desert and everything now. Uh, That's where I've gone. Yeah, they probably were still in the desert. We were quite definitely on Central Coast New South Wales. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and there was a dozen of them all lined up for all these people because midnight they were turning the music off. 3 a.m., everyone had to shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. So, but it was a good night. It was a great night. So. There was a wedding. No allowed sex anywhere then. Sorry? No allowed sex anywhere then. Because I have a feeling sex, that. No. I have a feeling they wouldn't be overly soundproof. No. Well, we heard people talking. Talk, okay. Talking. Talking. Yep. Um. Because we'd retired early, because my wife was tipsy <laughs> and towy. <laughs> All the favourite things I like in a wife, tipsy uh. and towy. Um, and so we went retired early, and then we only realised later on when we, the tent next to us, went into their tent that things were quite audible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, I'm lucky I wasn't wearing my golf shoe, (laughs) because they would have heard it. The sound of one shoe clapping. Yes. Mm. Mm. Anyway, so that was us. And yeah, it was really, really good. Beautiful meal. It was only fancy, though. It really was. It was only about 20 metres walk from where you were getting sloshed to where you were sleeping. That's even better. Yeah. If you don't have to walk far, that's a perfect And you don't have to do anything. You didn't have to set it up. You don't have to pack it up. You just have to... Fold yourself into a tent, zip it up, and go to sleep. Yep, and then leave it for someone else to fix. Somebody else's problem. Oh, it's like being rich. I know. I think I might try and get scouts to do that. <laughs> we can just rock up. <laughs> Full on scout glamping. Scout glamping. But maybe that might be a scout fundraiser. Uh-huh. You know, go to somewhere where you would normally camp and see if they could hire out, you know, six sort of areas, set up six tents and people come in and just hire them and there's food prepared by the scouts and whatever and people just leave again. Would you do that? Like if would you, would you pay for that service to go camping Look at, yet not have to do I, any of it except I, rock I up? Feel, mm. I feel that if I turned up and there's all these young children <laughs> doing all the work, Yes, I'd feel like I was maybe in a – a bit of a third world country. No, but if you're paying for a service. <laughs> like you give them a tip occasionally. No, but okay, so it's not just you because that makes it weird, right? You and Beck, right? Okay. You and your lovely partner have decided we'd love to go away for the weekend. We'd love to go camping by the beach somewhere. But fuck, who can be asked going to the shops, filling up the esky, charging things up, getting all the camping shit ready, tent, going down there and setting it all up and then – Come back the next day or the day after. A lot of work. 
Instead, you and Beck just jump in the car, drive somewhere, all your meals are taken care of, your tent's already set up, all you do is just have fun and then leave again. You don't look like you're convinced. No, I just, all I can see is little minions everywhere. <laughs> well, there'd be adults there as well. Like you have six ways besides food, please. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> another water. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> well, More food. It's but you're paying for the service. It's not like slavery. <laughs> it's just employing someone. It's no different to going to a fucking restaurant. Yeah, but and a hotel. True, but they're also of age. Oh, so because they're overage. We're like a working age. Because now it's like just kids running around. You feel as, I know, I'd feel guilty. But no, the money that you're spending is going to send them to cubbery or jamboree or let them do a kayaking adventure. Okay. So that's the, that's, right the reason, on, yeah. that's why the reason why you're giving them money, not so they can serve you and be your minions. <laughs> they are volunteering their time because the money doesn't go directly to them. It goes towards a, an expensive activity right. that their parents don't want to fucking pay for. So let's get, you know, schleppers like you to pay for it for us. And all we're going to do is set up and make give you the camping experience, but you'll have a low expectation because it's fucking kids. You're not True. going to complain. Yeah, because, you know. Who's going to be the asshole that's going to complain yeah, to a 12-year-old? They've done their best. Exactly. I mean, well, it's not good enough. It's not going to be it's perfect. Fun. And it might be shit. But you're not going to complain because you don't want to be that guy. It's like, you know what, well Timmy? You've done all right. <laughs> For an idiot. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you don't know which way the bloody cutlery goes. Exactly. I mean, fucking just work. Oh, Jesus. The tent leaked. But okay. So, so okay. No, one, no one flooded the mattress. And you go next to buddy that's your neighbours. Like, and ours is great. And I'm like, oh, why the fuck do we have Timmy? Exactly. Fucking hell. Special needs scout. He's fucking... He's, <laughs> Fucking kid is this. Exactly. <laughs> Can't even speak English. Can't get his knife and fork around the right way. Drools everywhere. Okay. And hasn't attached all the guide ropes on the tent. It collapses mid in the middle of the yeah, night. Fuck's sake, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. Yeah. And then bloody next door, hmm. where Sally set theirs up. Oh, fucking brilliant. They've got a quartet yep. playing in the corner. Quartet. <laughs> <laughs> And we've just got fucking Timmy, Timmy. Timmy's fucking mad half pissed uncle <laughs> trying to play a fucking harmonica in the corner of ours. He's basically got a twenty three dollar second hand speaker and is playing K Sand <laughs> by Bluetooth on yep. repeat and trying to play harmonica over the top of it exactly because he thinks it's so fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> he's learning, but he'll get there. <laughs> so I must admit the uh, the string quartet actually. It does sound a little bit more desirable. Well, they can play you a lullaby. Oh, they could. Anyway, so how was your camping, mate? Um, yeah, no, it was good. Yeah? Yeah, nothing really to kind of throw in about, to be honest. It was just good. We have a few little possums around, some bandicoots scooting about, mm-hmm. a few bush quail wandering around. Bush quail. They're pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, we found a good little spot, and um, yeah, no, it was good. Just listen to some tunes and had a few beers and cooked some barbecue food and read a bit and... It was um, it was a nice few days. Hmm. Weather was great. Timed it beautifully this morning because I saw there was meant to be a little, just a smidge of rain coming about ten thirty eleven o'clock. So I thought I'll get up and get packed. Yes. And um, as I was driving out of Black River mm. and hit the road, um, it started raining. So, Perfect. and the last time I was there, I did exactly the same thing. It started raining as soon as I hit the road. So yep. the good thing is all your shit's packed up, so it doesn't get wet. Mm. 
Is that the um the most annoying part when you got to actually pack all your uh, shit up? up wet and shit it's is wet. horrible. Because then when you come home, you got to wait for it to be dry, and then you unpack it all again, dry it out. Yep. Otherwise, you're going to get mold. Mind mm. you, you camp a bit more than what the average bear does, mm. so you could probably leave it. Yeah, you can get if, you knew we're gonna, if you knew you were going to go within the next couple of weeks. Oh yeah, exactly right. Because then you'd hope it was dry and you could let it air out while you were using it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, it was good. It was really, mm. really good few days away. I quite liked it. There's only really um, kind of east to left now. That's it. That's, That's it. pretty much camping season done. I mean, you don't have to have long weekends, of course. You can go any time. But once Easter hits, the weather normally turns. the weather starts to be cold. It's just funny. Someone at work um, said to me this week, I said, um, do you know what Easter is? I said, yeah, it's a weekend of Good Friday. <laughs> Apparently that is not the answer they were after. Not helpful. No. There was a few uh, uh, extreme words thrown back in my direction <laughs> to make me realize that that is not the answer that they were looking for. They were not after that. Mm. I think it's the second weekend in April. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, it's early. Pretty early this one, I think. Mm. No, but um, yeah, but that's kind of the last hurrah, pretty much. Because by the time we get to Easter two, that means that you know Dalit Savings End is pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Well, we are in. So once that's gone, um, just changes. You don't like the old winter camp? Not a huge fan with what I do, because I'm swagging it. Yeah, like if, you can get away if it's just cold. Cold's fine. That's okay because you can sit around the fire and those, as you know, those swags can get pretty bloody warm. They are lovely. Because you can actually zip them right up. Yes. um, And leave even the end panel zipped up and you've kept your warmth in really well. You are toasty. Yeah. um, But if it's raining though, if it's wet. You don't want that. Swags are your shit. They just are because you've got nowhere to get changed. No, it's annoying. So, um, and even like, you know, I've got the awning for a bit of cover and so forth. But even with them, like once it rains... They build up and rain on the top. Even if you angle them down, they still get rain in there, and that damages them a little bit as well because yeah. it starts stretching the material, and yeah, it's just not great. But now, if it's just if it's fine and cold, don't mind it. Don't mind it. Yeah, right. not snow. Not really in snow. You don't want to come on snow hike this year. No, snow just doesn't really excite me. Got to admit, snow business like snow business. I don't understand these people, and I've spoken about this before. Mm. Well, we live in Tasmania. Snow's mm. not new. I've had it before. <laughs> Yeah. We get it most years. Don't we Pretty ever? fucking rare that we don't. Yes. But suddenly there's a bit of snow. Everyone loses their fucking minds. They do. They've got to tell everyone they go into the snow. They've got to show pictures of or been at the snow. Went to the snow. Fucking gives a fuck. What's going, matter. On? What's going on at Waratah? No one fucking cares. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks pretty. Yeah, but like even the, it's not like, new, when though. When we had the cold snap last week. Yeah. Well, they had actually got a blanket of snow up the lake. So I saw they the did. photo they put up there at the Great Lake Hotel. Looked amazing. Perfect. Don't want to be in it, though. No. I don't get the fucking sense of it. It's not that exciting. Do you reckon? I mean, we've said about this before, and I brought it up. If it was brown, no one would go and play in it. No. Not because it's white. <laughs> You're a fucking snow racist. If it was black snow, black snow, guaranteed you're not right there fucking saying how fucking beautiful it is and fucking snow angel, like a poo angel at a beef. It was black. <laughs> That's what it'd be. It'd still be a snow angel. Be it'd just be a different colour. Yeah, it'd be messy. You wouldn't like it. So just, just don't care. Question though. Yeah. Like we get, you get people who go buncho batshit crazy. Oh my. Snow, oh snow, my god, take the kids to the snow. snow, snow, snow. And, they, and they, I think they want to take the kids to the snow. Kids think it's fun for the first few minutes. And then it's like, then they're cold. It's cold. Yep, and then it's, oh, you know, the snow. And it's like, but you want to come to the snow, Timmy? <laughs> do you reckon people. <laughs> no glamping, Timmy, you little bitch. Do you reckon people in Alaska get that 
Woo, it's snowing. I don't reckon. Like it does for the other eight months of the year. <laughs> like Iceland. Do you reckon they go, oh, there's no fucking snow today. Let's get out amongst it. Is it Iceland that has the um the month of darkness or whatever? Is that Iceland that has uh, it there? Six months of darkness, mate. Six months, is it? There you Pretty go. much. And six months of light. Right. Tell you what. I mean, I'm a bit of, bit of an advocate for mental health. Yeah. Um. That's going to fuck you up. Oh, it, <laughs> like, it fucks like, you up. That's fucking mental. But that happens in – it's not quite as bad in places like Scotland, for example. So we had a guy come out from Scotland who works in one of our factories there, came to Australia because we were doing some maintenance and he mm-hmm. had some, you know, specialised skills. Yep. And he goes – Like um, what you can take him? Yeah. It was a special <laughs> set of skills. And- uh, it was a bit more Napoleon Dynamite. but Right, Okay. <laughs> Um, but he was like, in winter, it won't be really light until about eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So up until that time, it's still twilight and dark. Right. And then by three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon, sun's going down and it's dark again. So you go to work in the dark and if you work inside, you don't go outside. So you might not even see it. You may not see daylight. For six months. But, well, at least he goes for th- for three to four months. It's tough because – and then even if you do get to see daylight, it's raining. Yeah. It's fucking always raining. He goes, and if it's not raining, it's snowing. Like, it's just shit. Because I even know – like, I feel myself get just mentally drained during winter. Oh, the winter downsies. Yeah, because you get the same thing. Like, you get up and it's dark. Yep. Come home from work and it's dark. Yeah, you don't really do anything because it's, it's only dark. two weeks. It's just dark, cold. so it's cold and it's raining. Yeah, so you stay inside and you watch a movie and that's fine. You go to bed and you get up and go to work again. That's why people get go home, to the Gold Coast. It's dark. <laughs> that's why people go to the Goldie. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, um, but in saying that, luckily I get to break it up a bit this year because I've mm. got the, the trip away to the UK and stuff. So you'll get second summer. That'll be a little bit. Yeah. No, you, you will, will be second well, summer. Well, actually, will be. So yeah, even though it's not going to be a long, I mean, I'll, I'll be over there for five weeks. So, fuck, that's a mm. half a summer. Yeah, so, <laughs> you take a half. I was a actually summer. looking. So, plan is that I'm going to drive through Germany for a couple of, for a few days on the autobahn. Um, yeah, going to check that out. Doing not, his- not completely because I don't just want to go on the main drag. I want to just play it by here a little bit. No, but the autobahn being the highway, yeah, no, I you can go that. as fast as yeah, you fucking want. What I'm saying is I don't want to just stick on that, though, because I don't want no. to be suddenly, whoop, there goes Germany. Auf <laughs> Wiedersehen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, I think that's going to be like high 20s, early 30s. Yeah, it'll be summer that in time Europe. That time of year. So yeah, it's going to be swish. Summer in Europe. I know. Sounds like a fucking National Lampoon's comedy. <laughs> summer in Europe. Summer in Europe. Yeah. Starring Troy Barnes. <laughs> uh I have a question for you, Mr. Barnes. Righto. A moral compass question. Like a, like a dilemma kind of thing? It's like not a, really a dilemma. Um, I want to see where your moral compass oh, sits on shit. this. Okay, righto. Because a university teacher in Pakistan has been fired and blacklisted oh. after posing an English comprehension test to a bunch of his electrical engineering students. Okay. Right. So the setup is you've got a guy who's teaching at the University of Pakistan and he's been fired after posing a question to his electrical students in an exam. Now, uh, Professor Kahir 
Ubashir of Comsat University in Islamabad was terminated on January 5th. Not himself, he wasn't no. killed, but his job was terminated. Yep. After giving an English... Mind com- you, in Pakistan, it wouldn't surprise me sometimes. Durka Durka, <laughs> Muhammad Jihad. Uh, after giving an English comprehension uh, and composition exam earlier in the month on December 4 and 5 to his Bachelor of Engineering students. Now, this is a bachelorhood, and they are engineering, so you're thinking that most of those people would possibly be looking at going elsewhere in the world. Right. And the most popular spoken language in the world is English. Is English. Yep. So posing a, a question to them about English comprehension is not unusual. What do you mean by posing a question to them about, as in do they understand English or was there a, like an English test within it? Here is a uh, – what's well, called the University of Islamabad, uh, campus quiz number four, program BEE, Subject, English Comprehension and Composition, Course Code, and Total Marks, 15. Write an essay on the following topic. And then it gives you a topic. And then what it does is it says, it gives you the question, what did you think about that? Was XYZ in the text okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Give reasons for your answers and include some relevant examples from your own knowledge and personal opinion. Right. So, once again, can you read it? Can mm-hmm. you relate to it? What did you think about it? And how does this relate to you? Doing all of that in English. Right. And for that, you got fired. Just for that. Just for that. Did you want me to read you the question that he posed? <laughs> or the scenario? So there had to be something there somewhere. Well, he wrote um, the scenario. Right. And the question was, oh, God. he asked, what did you think about that? Was it okay? Yep, yeah, okay. Um, give be? reasons for your answers. Yeah, cool. now, so what What was this referring to, Joe? Now, Tell me. The answer had to be 300 words and right. include paragraphs, which include an introduction, body, and conclusion, which is okay. pretty normal for most. 300 words is much. It's not, but once again, it's not a non-English speaking country. So True. Get to the point, yep. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, it's in that 300 words. <laughs> get to the point, <laughs> not you. Get to the fucking like, point, mate. But, but fucking anyway, <laughs> I mean, get there. Sorry, mate, just trying to make Jeez. it last. Okay. What was the question, Joe? What was it referring to? Come on, Joe. The Julie and Mark scenario. The Julie and Mark scenario. Correct. Okay, right. Okay. That's two people, I assume, not Julie and Mark. True. Julie and Mark. Julie and Mark are travelling together in France on a summer vacation from college. Right. One night, they're staying alone in a cabin near the beach, and they decide it would be interesting and fun if they tried to make love. If they may, if they tried making love, right? At the very least, it would be a new experience for both of them. Julie was already taking birth control pills, and Mark uses a condom too, just to be safe. They both enjoyed making love, but they decided to never do it again. They kept that night special as a secret, which makes them feel even closer to each other. I'm sorry, mate. I've I've, I've misread that first sentence. <laughs> I feel like you've done this on purpose. Julie and Mark are brother and sister. Oh, what? <laughs> and they are travelling together in France on summer vacation from college. No. One night, they're staying alone in a cabin near the beach, and they decided to be interesting and fun if they tried making love. At the very least, uh-huh. it would be a new experience uh-huh. for each of them. Julie was already taking birth control pills, and Mark uses a condom, too, just to be safe. 
They both enjoy making love, oh. but they decide never to do it again. They keep that night a special secret, <laughs> which makes them feel even closer to each other. So then they had to write an essay reply to this. The prompt goes on to say that you okay. The, oh, the question no. was, what do you think about that? Was it okay for them to make love? Give reasons for your answers and include some relevant examples of your own knowledge and personal opinion. Why the actual fuck would you use that as your question? Well, the context of the quiz is highly objectionable and totally against the curriculum laws in the Islamic Republic of Pakistan and cause unrest amongst the families of the students. I think that would cause unrest to the families of students in nearly every school in the world. Why would you have that as your question? But these are... I mean, unless it was in, like, southern Texas. (laughs) I mean... Y'all. That would be acceptable. Yes. I mean, you may be having to do it more than once there. <laughs> the controversy, controversial question was first posed in year 2000 by the university professor uh, Jonathan Hadid during a study on whether or not moral judgments were based on reason or on intuition and emotion. The question prompted very formal. Well, no, because that was it was a twenty-two-year-old quiz, and he's just recycled it. The question prompted uproar from both students as well as academics outside the university. Uh, Comsats is the university. Whatever is the outcome of this inquiry, the individual who tried to peddle the idea of incest with students must be apprehended and made an example of from the academic fraternity. One outraged Twitter user wrote. Not only that particular individual, but all those who processed this quiz and approved it. Burn them all. I would, I mean, honestly, there's no way you could do that and not expect huge backlash. From a very conservative (laughs) Islamic country. But, I mean, these are people who are doing a bachelorhood. So this is not. Nine and ten year olds. No, this true. is fucking grown ass yeah, adults. Still, and you are trying to gauge comprehension. Mm-hmm. No matter what answer they give, this is an outrage and is a sin. And you know, they the infidels must be killed. That's a valid response. Or I've done it once myself. My <laughs> sister's a fucking goer. <laughs> My sister's a goer. I'm all for it, Ahmed. You know, <laughs> I mean. All of those responses are fine and legitimate because it's not about the text. It's about did you read it, can you understand it, and do you have thoughts on it? Yeah, but I mean they could I mean there's a billion other questions. Any topic. They could have they didn't have to be brother and sister. No, it didn't have to be. Could have omitted the first bit. Yep, definitely. And still would have been racy. Mm-hmm. For, uh, that, for that environment. Because they are unwed and mm. you know, that's a bit more of well, a Well that's how I took it. Yeah, well and obviously how she took it as well. For now, for now. I mean I might have might have accidentally forgot to read the little a, bit. A dig change it. Doesn't it? Yeah, Doesn't just it? a smidge. Just a smidge. Mm, yeah. That's what he said. Just a smidge. Yeah. <laughs> he said let's try the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. See what happens. Oh. Um I'm direct and then there was a there was a letter um that followed it up basically saying I am directed to refer to the Ministry of Science and Technology, letter number dated the 19th of January 2023, on the above said subject and convey the action on the matter has already been taken and the service of Mr. Kamir Ul-Bashir, lecturer of visiting fraternity, has been terminated. Does it say how old he was? No, it does not. 
Furthermore, I wonder whether he was about to retire and he thought, you know what, Mr. Bashir, on a bang. Yes. Furthermore, Mr. Bashir has also been blacklisted from future but that's employment. that's the thing. He's not even going to get to do anything else. From the University of Islamabad. A copy of his termination letter is enclosed for reference. As above, Mr. Kashif Jamal, Ministry of Science and Technology, Islamabad. He's now, um, he's got another gig though. I think he's on King Island or something. I've heard. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just it's a good place there. Need a teacher's in school. Yeah, you know, it's far away from all the troubles of the past. Why? What's going on at King Island? I oh, know nothing in particular. Oh, okay. just, just a bit more open to incest there. No, or? no, just just <laughs> need a somewhere where the past wouldn't necessarily you know play a part. Go and start afresh. Do you reckon? If you're going to start afresh. You know what, King Island. That's where you do that. Can you imagine though that a Mister Kahia or Bashir? Is the new teacher at King Island <laughs> King Island High School is not going to raise some eyebrows? <laughs> Someone might Google that shit. It's like, why, why and how did we happen to get a like a high quality a international Pakistani, Pakistani professor? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in King Island, in King Island wins a win. Let's um, not look a gift horse in the mouth. Exactly, you know, <laughs> don't try and cause trouble. No, just run with it. Exactly. Sometimes things just fall your way, Joe. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I thought that was funny. Well, that's just – it just makes me wonder sometimes that people actually – I mean, this is someone who obviously has a fair amount of intelligence, mm. you would but assume. Recycled a question from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. He didn't come up with this question. No, but still. And the person who asked it did it for a different reason. But why would you? Well, that's what I mean. Surely you would have to look at that and go, you know what? I have a feeling this could cause some troubles. These are engineering should, students. Yeah. Should I use this question or should I maybe look for another one? Daryl is an apprentice electrician. He has a screwdriver and wants to test if the PowerPoint's live. Mm-hmm. He puts his screwdriver in the PowerPoint. Discuss. Would also be a similar, <laughs> slightly more relevant English comprehension yeah, question. Exactly. Do you understand it? Yes. Not Daryl put his dick in a PowerPoint. No, because Daryl wouldn't do that. Wouldn't fit. That'd be silly. <laughs> you can't get down low enough. No, you <laughs> If you've got a dick that's small enough to go on a PowerPoint, you couldn't get that low to the ground. Exactly. Well done, Daryl, for working that out. Yes. He's done so well. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Madness. <laughs> you know, just, it's interesting, though, like professors and fucking – all that kind of fucking smarty, hearty fucking bullshit. I think the word you're after is boffin. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was reading something here. Um, when it was, I don't think it was, it was probably a while back now. Mm. How they were like theorists. Theorists. Mm. Is that the right theorist? word? Theorist? Theorist. You have a theory? Yeah. This just sounds a bit weird off the tongue. Theorist. <laughs> uh, we're saying that they believe that the. There is a multiverse, that parallel universes exist. Okay. Evidence. Which is great. Sure. But this is a, this is where I kind of get to a point of, oh, come on. Look, I know it's in it. I know, I know <laughs> that's, it's in, that's your argument. Yeah, it oh, is. fucking, come on. <laughs> it's a good argument. I mean, we know that it's I in. I mean, mastermind. We know I it's mean, in the Avengers, for instance. Yeah, but that's, We know it's in DC. Like, it's in the comics. It's all there. We know that. Yeah, but that's just but, a, it's an easy way to reboot a whole franchise. It is. Just started in a new universe. 
dimension or reality mm-hmm. and everything else was, look, we're beyond and it was all a dream. So you've got to, you've got to <laughs> fucking go from there to, and it was just in a different dimension. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> but the thing is they can turn around and say this and they can theorise. Yeah. Um, all the reasons why that would be the case. I'd like but to you can't fucking prove anything, though. What's what's a theory, mate? Yeah, I know, but you could say anything as a theory just because <laughs> well, you you've got a fucking doctorate somewhere, a fucking certificate you've got on the internet on the a wall. A certificate you've got on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> to turn around and say, I have this wonderful theory that parallel universes actually exist. There are multiple versions of us living lives right now that have taken different vines and they've gone down different tracks and mm. and then there's a parallel version of that and a parallel version of that and it splinters out everywhere. And it's oh, an infinite and, parallel of parallels. And it can just go forever with so many different versions. But you can't fucking prove any of it. So you can well, so appear as though you're smart. Come from? Yeah, exactly. Um, but you can't actually prove anything about it. So it's just purely – it's like starting a rumour. Yeah, okay. It's, it's not true. What well, could might be? It might be a little bit of truth in there. Sure. But it's probably not true. Yeah. And, and you start this rumour and it spreads. Yeah, but it's not the Umbrella Academy. I don't have to do as you say. When you say, <laughs> tell me that you heard a rumour. <laughs> I heard a rumour that just, Earth was flat. <laughs> it just makes me wonder how these – smart individuals well, theory- can get away with just throwing theories out there that you cannot prove just because it makes them look even smarter. Generally, though, my understanding is, and it's very... I mean, funny. Einstein at least used a fucking apple. He was intelligent enough to use fruit, wasn't he? I don't think... Isn't it Einstein that the fucking the apple fell out of the tree and he went, ah, oh, fuck it, gravity. See? No, I, I don't... proved it. I don't think Einstein discovered gravity. I think... <laughs> That might have been a little bit earlier than Einstein, <laughs> but didn't he say? Was what didn't he have the um? E equals M C squared. Yeah, isn't that to do with gravity though? No, no, I don't believe so. I en- it, energy versus mass squared. Look, fucking, we're talking oh, about on. shit we shouldn't talk about. <laughs> we're going into smart people talk. <laughs> See, that's why we don't have fucking certificates on the wall. <laughs> Um, but wasn't it didn't E equals MC squared come out of the apple falling out of the tree and it blah 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 and I don't think it did, mate. No, I'm sure it did. What the, what the fuck is the story with the apple falling out of the tree? Then you googling it? Um, I'm I'm trying to work out what. Sure. Okay, E equals MC squared yep. is the equation born from German uh, physicist Albert Einstein is yep. the theory of relativity. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. E equals MC squared. The equation in German born. Uh, physicist Albert Einstein's theory of special relativity mm-hmm. that expresses that the fact that mass and energy are the same physical entity and can be changed interchanged with each other. In the equation, the increasing uh, relativistic mass of a body that's speed and light squared is equal to kinetic energy. Uh, so what does that mean in layman's terms? <laughs> I can, anyone listening right now is just going, what the fuck? As have you guys been? Here we go. Um, can I just point out? Legion has it. Wait, I'm just going to stick my little finger up at you while I'm reading this. Yeah, yeah. Legion has it that a young Isaac Newton was sitting under an apple tree when he Isaac was Newton, not Albert oh, Einstein. Fuck, not Albert Einstein. You cannot see me, roadies, but I am double burning him 
in fucking brackets. <laughs> fucking Isaac Newton. Oh, God. <laughs> this is what three days of camping and a game of golf fucking does. So my brain is just Albert gone. Einstein, Isaac Newton. They're not even similar. Like... I've just I've just put two people into one box. Yes. In, it wasn't Schroeder. You know what though? In a parallel universe, they, it they was Albert Einstein person. that the apple fell out of the tree on. Yeah, I think mm. there's a bit of a difference. But anyway, <laughs> fuck. Oh, okay. My brain's not working at all. <laughs> but there are people mm. um, who <laughs> whose job it is is to be theoretical physicists or theoretical scientists. True. And don't get me look, don't get me wrong. I I love this shit because the creativity behind it is amazing. Like the 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 ideas and all these other things exist is phenomenal. I mean, without theorists, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have explored space, for instance. No. You know, we would never have jumped on a fucking tall ship and travelled across what we thought was possibly a fucking flat earth and fall off the edge of it. Because they theorize that no, the earth isn't flat. It's actually round. Bullshit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Prove it. Oh you no. Can't. Oh my god. You can't prove it. We're back on flat earthers again. <laughs> How did I allow this to happen? <laughs> we haven't talked about flat earthers for so long. You open the door, then fucking prove it. Actually, that's a point. What now is doing? No, but now that we're getting a little bit post COVID. Post vid. <laughs> does that mean that the flat earth convention is going to be back? Look, I don't know because I reckon. I reckon during COVID, you had a lot of people who who joined a lot of different other conspiracy theories because the internet's a, a, a melting pot, a petri dish for people who believe in things that are left of field. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of things in the media at the moment for people who believe they are sovereign citizens. And then there's a lot of people who believe, you know, 5G causes – brain cancers or, you know, mind control or the earth is flat and all that mm, kind of stuff. There, there's a few out there. And then the theory is at the moment that COVID and the lockdowns forced all of these people, you know, the QAnon theorists and all that kind of stuff, all these people ended up not being able to leave home. So they didn't have a tribe to hang out with, so they found their tribe online. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these tribes – use similar platforms to communicate. I think one's called Telegraph or whatever. So they moved off mainstream Twitter and Facebook and Insta and all that and went to second tier or, you know, left of field sort of social media platforms. Where where they found their people. Where they found people who may not be their people but had similar ideals against – you know, the government or whatever. And the theory is at the moment that that's why there's more of a prevalence in Rage Against the Machine, you know, fight the man, is because all of these groups that were out there that were, I don't like the world because of X, or I don't believe the government's true on this, or I believe that big oil is lying about that, or pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. lying about that. There's all these people who had all the theories and that could be true or it could be a conspiracy theory or whatever it happens to be, that they didn't intersect. They didn't cross paths that often. And that COVID actually brought all these people together and all of a sudden you had your people who were, you know, 
against Cure thought QAnon was a thing. Just a big cesspool of rule number one. Yeah, they became (laughs) this one entity almost. And there are different factions within it, but they are, you know, uniting under a common, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, sort of thing. So it's interesting, actually. It's it's very much that we sort of become a population where there's this this is group within the the general population mm. that just don't trust, which is fine not to trust. It is fine not to trust, but there's a lot of people that they just don't trust. I mean, if it's government, can't trust them. Can't trust them because it's a big. Con- I mean, don't get me wrong, governments of the world do some shonky things at times. Sure, um, but doesn't mean we can't trust everyone. <laughs> like Correct. we don't need to go full X Files. DTA don't <laughs> trust anyone. But you know, look. If you ever want an example of you can't trust advertising, you can't trust the media, you can't trust politicians, and you can't – you look at smoking in the 50s. Because <laughs> everyone was saying, doctors, pharmacists, government, everyone was saying – It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And the evidence now shows that it was never fine. Probably was in. And they knew it. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Just because there are some skirting around the edges because of large astronomical financial gain doesn't mean that people can't be trusted now. No, true. Um, but that's what it is. That's what feeds it, I think, is that there's enough instances of where people have done the wrong thing that that feeds that everyone's fucking wrong and everyone's out to get you or control you or I just – there's times where I can't go – Control me to do what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I, I can, come back to sometimes too. It's like, what's the what's the win? What's the benefit? Like, what's the end game? Because I was yeah. always going to go to work to earn money. Yeah, because I want shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and and taxes are paid because we want roads shit. and we want fucking infrastructure and we want services and all the rest of it. Like, it's not a conspiracy. Like, we see these things happening, and like. Oh, don't do X, Y, Z because it'll kill you. Yeah, but the people who are asking me to do X, Y, Z actually benefit more if I live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once again, so what's the end game? Yeah, unless, of course, it's a Thanos thing. Here's a, the thing is, though. That's for, the only reason I can imagine. For a lot of people who go down the, the conspiracy rabbit hole, mm. they don't actually, you'll notice, they don't actually try and answer any of the questions you pose. They just throw more questions back. Yeah, and so it's it's easier to avoid a question by asking another question, and then you move down you move down another parallel universe of questioning. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's like like I will okay. So one of the the big flags at the moment in I suppose what I've heard is that these super cities where people are being. They're trying to get people to live within and work within 15 minutes of where they live and work. And there are groups of people who are out there going, that's just people trying to be controlling and will end up in zones a bit like the Hunger Games. Yep. Right? Yep. And that's where the control comes in and you'll have certain people who will get in certain the good zones and other people will get in the fucking shitty zones. I prefer to be in the zone that has Jennifer Lawrence. I agree. Good zone. It sounds like it. She's always up for a fight. It's all good. Perfect. And I don't know, right? Like, I don't know. But my understanding is that town planners for a very fucking long time 
have always tried to put people near where they work because it makes sense. Because it's <laughs> easier. Yeah. Well, because you want to be able to go to the shops near where you live. You want to send your kids to school near where you live. You want to mm-hmm. be able to work near where you yeah, live. Because that way you can get back home quickly. You're not spending an hour and a half in the car. Each way. No, exactly. Which is what you I was spend, doing in Melbourne. Spend 15 minutes, fine. Which is what I do in Tassie. Yeah. And I can tell you, living 15 minutes away from where I work is much better than living an hour and a bit from where I work. Yep. Because it means you've got more time for you, you've got more I time for I don't feel family. like I'm being zoned in and controlled, Hunger game style. I just think that people whose job it is to plan shit like where factories and housing go – have thought about it and gone, okay, how can we get the people who work in these places closer to where they live? Once they it, start, seems, it seems like it's normal. Once they start putting the system together, though, they, yeah, and then put up big walls mm. between districts. District 9. <gasps> maybe then I'm going to go, oh, fuck, Larry on Twitter was right. Too late, mate. Too late. Too late? Too late once the walls go up. Yeah, there you go. Look, I kind of- It's not, though. I mean- Berlin. <laughs> Take me <laughs> to the magic of the moment. So, you know, they, they, they tried doing it back then. Didn't they ever? It started work. off with having people living close to work. And they said, you know what? We're going to block these people in yeah. and create sectors. So they built the wall. But the thing is, the people who. But it wasn't too late. So we'll come down later. The people. Well, see, but the thing is, the people who are pr- spouting that these things are bad bring up that particular wall. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's the example. That is. Look what happened right. in Germany. They put up walls and wouldn't let people leave. Oh. And what happens if it wasn't just a small part of a country? What happens if it becomes a whole country? What happens if it becomes – and I'm like, I can't think that big. I just can't <laughs> think that big. I'm sorry. I wish I could think that big, but I'm just too fucking dumb. I just <laughs> – at least you didn't confuse Newton and Einstein. <laughs> true. I'm not building anything. No, true. <laughs> I think you and I should probably just stick to making boobs and bum jokes and playing golf yeah, every now and then. I think that's a, a much better option. Keep in your own fucking lane. Yep. Keep in your own district. Exactly. And on that, uh, roadies, it has been a pleasure, and we haven't solved any of the world's problems, but we've had I think a good we've time. actually just confused more people. I <laughs> think you. <laughs> Including myself. Exactly. Anyway, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.